You ready to kick this thing off? Not the chuttle. Chuttle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise! Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. Doina. Can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pasticle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuttle the Pod. Hello, and welcome to a brand new mini episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends get together and get loosey-goosey and talk about something we just watched, but there's yes, only two of us. There's only two of us. Because it's a twist. As the first mini Chuddle was, it was just you and me, so I guess we're continuing the tradition so far. Yes, yes. That beautiful voice you hear chiming in is my lovely co-occupant at Chuddle the Ross. Follow him there. Oh, hey. The one you're missing out on is at Chuddle the Sam. Follow him there. Guess guess where you can follow him. Figure You'll it figure out. it out. You'll, you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis right now. Yeah. Yeah. As you should be, considering the movie that we're, we're talking about today for our little mini chuddle. Before we get into that, uh, I'll just say go ahead and follow me at Chuddle the Brian with a Why? Because why not? And go ahead and follow all of us at Chuddle the Pod. Why? Because why do we exist? Ex- ex- God, no. I wasn't ready to get ex- existential quite yet, but I mean, we're going to have to get into it. Why do we have to get into it? Well, because we watched, we watched Mad God. Mad God. I have only been hearing things about it. Ross keeps kept like throwing things into our like our little discord or to our little chat like nitpicking here and there i could see what he was doing little tiblets uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. it was that like here you, maybe we should watch this and i see more stuff about it I go maybe we should really watch this <laughs> and then it was like okay guys we're going to watch this but we should just make this a mini chuddle because yeah yeah is, um i was like let's 30 years in the making yes there is a sequence in here that took six people three years to complete yes this is the self-dubbed magnum opus that is mad god yeah 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 of creator you know mastermind god to all this phil tippett right yeah phil tippett like and phil tippett's repertoire for stop motion animation and i guess kind of just being like the kind of the puppet master for a lot of stuff a lot of visual effects fucking huge yes i mean you look at his look at his resume he's got some good stuff just name a few would be like uh he got a couple of the star wars under his belt he did all the robocops jurassic park what else do you want like that's (laughs) some huge things in it so this was his like yeah his passion project of it so i mean i'd say let's just get into what this film was and i think one of the most is not was it is it currently is and one of the more important things to note about this is that there's no dialogue there is no dialogue at all there is music (laughs) there is uh baby talk Uh, oh there are moans there are screams there are uh any anything except garbles of almost what sounds like words but not quite but yeah words but aren't words yeah so that's that's one big thing to get over (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i think that was it's not a specifically this it's not that it was that it hurt the movie because this movie agreed is a special effects dante's inferno like this is the it's super trippy it's just there's so much visual shit going on here i very rarely do i i call them hundred watch films I feel like this Mad God is a hundred watch film is that you can watch this movie a hundred times and you're still going to pick up shit that you did not see the time before. There is so much visual content. This is like the Library of yes. Congress of visual content 
in an hour and a half. So like if you're into Easter eggs, if you like the I Spy books as a oh, child yeah. where there Easter was just eggs. thousands of things on the ground and then you pick them and choose, that is mm-hmm. this is that that a film version descending into hell would be <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. So, so if you if you're not familiar with this at all, I would highly recommend to check it out. But you got to be in the mindset that this is a visually, this is an artistic film. This is a passion project, like we said, made over thirty years. Like as you're going through it, and this is one of the big things that I noticed of it. You go through each scene, and each scene really does feel like its own moment of time or crafted and it's like what took a lot because when you are looking at these scenes and the the sets that must have been made for these things it's it's incredible like the amount of detail that's in there jaw dropping and then jaw dropping you're 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 looking at and it's all this stop motion so it's all this modeling all this uh you know creature effects all this and it's the deeper we're descending into I don't know, this crazy ass world we're descending into. It's just yeah. like th- it, there is a real ooziness to it. There's a lot of oozing. There's a grit. There's a grit. <laughs> there's... Yeah, there's a grittiness that people try to emulate and fail miserably. This film, like from Jump Street, just the the pod descending and mm-hmm. you see all the different landscapes as this thing is ascending and descending into yes. like I mean, you got like we get we get dinosaur bones, we get alien giant heads, we yes. get ginormous like sea creature uh, fossils going through. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like law, lo- like it looks like the lost temple of Solomon. Like we're getting it, and then we get into like post apocalyptic uh, uh, like ruins of cities. Uh, we we have meat people. I mean, we've got we got hair. I mean, just the amount of people that aren't people in this movie is daunting in and of itself. We have hair people. We have worm people. We have uh, sludge <laughs> people. We have chimera people. We have hunchbacks. I saw a minotaur get a hand job from something in an alley. Oh yeah, there was some weird scenes. stuff going on in an alleyway. I forgot about that. It yes. Was, yeah. It, there's there's so many different levels as you're going down into this place. And each one, as Ross was saying, you look into and there's so much detail involved. I know in some of the scenes, there's like piles of robots where you can see, I believe, like Robocops because he worked on it. He's like in one of the piles. Um, And I think there's maybe other robots related to Star Wars or some of his other works like mixed in there and thrown throughout. But there is like as much as we're talking about this, there is like a kind of narrative being weaved through all these almost scenes of horrific the, the horrific whatever this world is Just and that insanity. story like, is that what's the character's name is the uh he's the assassin and it's like this gas masked guy with a map yeah he looks descending. a lot of this is uh, yeah he's descending in this like uh chamber pod and as he's going down he has this very think of like trench warfare world yes. war one that's a good mm-hmm. aesthetics um and what's really interesting too is where he originates from t- the scene of the lone man too like the the actual with the long ass fingernails oh, that yes. entire scene where you find out where this the assassin is from as he's descending down there's also like his other historic i don't want to say zombies but like there's i mean there's people in deep sea diving suits i saw things from world war one world war two uh i mean there was like i think there was a conquistador i mean like there's just it like it, Talk about this reason I want to bring up like uh, Dante's Inferno because to me I feel like this is like a visual interpretation of hell just because there's so many things like so many there's so many time eras time is a huge weird 
domineering thing yes. in this. The idea of destruction. Destruction is a huge narrative theme across this entire thing. Oh, sure. The destruction that we do to each other, the destruction that naturally happens. I mean, like, there's just and then like just the, everything know, just existing to die. I mean, so those those yes. those okay. So as we keep descending, eventually we get down into like I would call it like one of the main cities where we stay around for a little bit of time and that's where we're getting those yeah whatever those molds are crafting those people we'll people. call them i don't know what yes. they're made out of exactly but those things god talk about the existential crisis oh, those no. things are just we alive know. to die i mean oh, no, no. we we know what they're made of what, what okay. were those ones those were the that was the shat and piss from the guys getting electrocuted <laughs> oh yeah that's right oh my god oh. i forgot about that scene that was there's just a bunch of giants getting electrocuted. Yeah, these ideas yeah. that must have been in his head that like weave together this story. But yeah, these giant like creatures getting electrocuted, people getting electrocuted. And that ooze again, like, a, a more ooze. There's a lot of things. Oh, that so ooze. much ooze. I mean, we have like there's worm babies, and mm-hmm. I I do like the idea. Uh, not idea. It's not an idea because they did it. Uh, live action mixed in with yes. uh, stop motion animation. So the, obviously this entire film is stop motion animation with snippets of like live actors put in. Uh, one of them is the surgery scene. Yes. Is fucking insane. Like, so the did you understand what was happening there and how we got to that part? Because I, I had to look it up almost and figure out what okay. exactly what was happening. But- so from, from my knowledge, at least how I interpreted it, which could be fun. Fi- okay, so this... Listeners, this movie is a visual haiku. Like, that's the best. Like, it is a poem. So you can interpret it in a thousand different ways. But the way that I interpret it is that the assassin descends. He Mm -hmm. gets into this post-apocalyptic city. He has a map that keeps on disintegrating as he's he's, uh, Mm -hmm. unfolding it. And he gets these crazy different levels. Um, And as we get to his quote-unquote final resting place it's a bunch of other he's holding a suitcase the entire time yes. and he goes down to the suitcase it's a bomb he's trying to set the bomb off and he gets attacked by the fucking craziest biomech spider thing ever like it had like a baby <laughs> face and like it was fucking yeah he gets taken to this uh, like he gets taken to basically an operating table but they take these two creatures take all of his clothes off as a uh, doctor injects him then he wakes up Mm-hmm. in a i mean honestly it gave me fire in the sky vibes like it was just like this monolithic tower of just people okay, who yeah. have died in surgery yeah. going all the way up and you kind of zoom in on him and he's got this weird rolling eye and he's getting operated on and he okay um, you understood it just yeah. fine i maybe this was one of the parts because i did like kind of doze out for a minute or two at points because again i watched this I after did, a, i did too yeah i know you yeah. had to like watch this twice to to get the full effect but yeah I, yes. I, it I had to, get, I had to start it halfway through and then redo it because like i think we don't watch this insanely late at night because you will there's no there's no talking you may fall asleep which yeah definitely or you know right after a long ass day of work sitting down on a nice ass recliner just like sitting there like enjoying it <laughs> yeah i kind of dozed a little bit but I, I i woke myself up and and you know made my not made myself i was very interested in what was happening and it's such a visually pleasing it, it really is visual, visually pleasing of how disgusting a lot of the stuff yes. is in it it's the creature design so well that the world feels i mean it looks well lived in but it does feel lived in like this feels like a very well crafted terrible 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 place to live because as i was talking oh about with God, our totally. our um ooze creatures that are being formed like they literally like these things 
get formed in a mold, walk down a line, and some of them are just destined to, like, what, burn themselves up and, like, fall into a pit yeah. of magma. Some, some my favorite, <laughs> my favorite are the ones that shit. get hit by the, uh, like, the flying bars that go around. <laughs> bars. Those and are the probably, trains. Like, yes. And they're all they're trying just, to, like, build shit, and, like, they're just, they get nuked all the time, and they just yeah. get shoveled in and, like, repeated, like, yeah. It's, um, Oof. I got heavy vibes of, like, Oh my god. I guess it's like post-apocalyptic steampunk labyrinth mm-hmm. is like the it's there's just there's so much industrial carnage in this that it makes you think of like the most oh man, I, I guess it would be like think of like every major metropolitan city you've ever been to in mm-hmm. your life, merge it into me- mega city. Like think of like Judge Dredd Mega City and then someone nuked it and then they nuked it again after that and that's the hellscape that he's kind of like and then like the weird creatures that like formed from that like all started like like breeding with each other and then those offspring like decided we're gonna hook up a bunch of electrical shit to us and like start like turning into (laughs) weird mechanical creatures some resident evil type shit like they're like weird bulbously pussy giant ogres and shit i mean although do i love the fact i I think it's the first assassin's descent Mm -hmm. um where they pan over to the house and the house has Alfred oh, e. Newman yeah. watching TV and then like a woman and a guy to like just stabbing each other yeah. and then another person like maniacally laughing. It's I like the fact that the people in the buildings look totally normal and all the silhouettes of the people, even in the theater when they're like right. unrobing him, they all look normal, but you never see a normal person. That was like on like one of our first levels of hell here. I mean, like, yeah, as you kept ascending, it just kept getting weirder and weirder and grosser to ultimately. Dude, like totally. you said our first assassin gets into that operating room they start pulling all that shit out of there and then it's, it's like all t- money and books and like religious but okay this surgery scene was mm-hmm. a non-musical tool skinny puppy music video like that's how i felt like this entire film was just like this <laughs> Right. I was almost thinking like the soundtrack is good on it, but I almost was like, I wish like a band or someone or something like scored this whole thing. I didn't really look into much like the music. Like, I don't know if like Radiohead or something decided to like score this film or even like going from a different direction. Like you said, Tool or Daft Punk, or it's like, it makes me feel like there are a lot of these like elements of that like there's these you could tell almost another story through the music as well and i just felt it was it was completely visual which was awesome but i feel like having a better maybe music i don't want to say better because i i I don't want to like put down on it but yeah i think that's why i was nodding out more yeah well it's just it's ominous and then Mm -hmm. when you are ominous for that long it's just like oh it's like i mean it does really add to the feel of it i guess it wouldn't feel <laughs> it good if like around the world by daft punk was playing <laughs> so, <laughs> we yeah. can make that yeah, cut it would, it would right oh my god okay all right so i have to bring this up um so the, obviously like this guy's shooting out more coins out of his cavity as he's getting surgical done than like a koopa troopa but like th- what comes out of him that worm thingy the worm baby thing yeah honestly the first thing i thought of was um that is the seal from mel's hole like that is what that would look like oh but interesting it was hairier than i would imagine it was hair yeah a little hairier pretty hairier unless it was yeah it was almost still wormy i don't think it had it the flippers like, but yeah no so i got those vibes for sure <laughs> yeah dude like, yeah and like, then uh, so so uh, so so <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is where like the nurse takes that thing and hands it off to like a plague doctor. Yes, with the with the that fucking, dude the was awesome looking, on, rad. Yeah, and like him him just float fucking weirdly across all these different landscapes and yes. stuff. We get to go through. Um, God, what was it? We get the Patina City. Like mm-hmm. I, I, everything it was like the abandoned like gross city, but it was all in these like green blues. Oh, also before we have him going to the tank battle, hit that dude driving in the car during the massive explosion oh, tank yes. battle. That's like eighteen fucking stories tall. Each <laughs> was wild because I at first when you see it, you're like, oh okay, he's like has to dodge all these tanks. I don't like. Then you realize these tanks are the size of like the Empire State Building, and they're yeah, like running it's like around the, him. getting a sense of the scale was really really trippy on it. This is when the second assassin goes down, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's weird because this is where the this is the trippy part is that it's the fucking um when the, in the surgery where they drill his head and uh-huh. they go into his brain it's like they're reliving other memories because like that whole scene where he goes down and gets caught and a bunch of other stuff like it phases out and then you're back out in the surgery and that's right. when the guy gets dropped off it's trippy as hell guys like you're gonna this is definitely a few watcher um <laughs> <laughs> too. yeah yeah i mean it it it, it it also felt to me like I, I remember feeling like when I watched like heavy metal or movies like yes. that and stuff, yes. this very visually pleasing. Well, heavy metal was visually so pleasing wild. for a 12 year old self for different reasons. Yeah, but like- <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, but this is this is amazing. I mean, like just the amount of you can tell every single fucking scene. There was so much attention to detail and mm-hmm. TLC and love and taking care of visually of what you're watching the right. entire time. I mean, there's even some love notes. Uh, speaking of like when the, the plague doctor is kind of walking through, there's all this like um, chamber of statues of like different religious, religious icons yes. and just people um, in the background. There is the Ray Harryhausen Cyclops. Which is amazing. Oh, he yes, was a, yes. He was a wor- amazing uh, stop motion animator. Um, he did like some point. He did all like the Sinbad movies. Right. Like, I think like War right. of the Worlds. Like all of the old, like the OG stop motion that you think of was uh, Harryhausen. And I love that little nod to him in mm-hmm. that. If you pan through, I literally like stopped the movie. Went, ooh, ooh, that one. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So then we have we have our second like assassin. He's going through. He this one is like going on like a motorcycle that he finds. Which I had a funny thought. Like he finds like a motorcycle that starts up, and he also finds like a, a jeep or something that starts up. But I was that like, fucking radio hmm. keeps on going. So maybe maybe that uh, chainsaw in Leatherface's wall really would work after all those years. <laughs> If we're going by mad god rules, then that's fine. I, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll give it. We'll give it to Leatherface, right? But it is weird though because I think that some of these repetitive, in particular, when he gets caught before the surgery, is that like, especially when you meet like the lone man and the army of different assassins that mm-hmm. are in his chamber as he's dropping these guys down, is that the suitcase he's got when he's trying to plant the bomb for the first time? I realized I was like, oh fuck how many assassins have been in this room leaving these briefcases to make literal mountains of briefcases all around right. him and not noticing. And I like the fact that they upgrade the maps every time to try to make it better. Like one was paper completely dissolved. So then the second assassin gets one that's like given to him by like witches under a table. Some witches are crafting it out of like skin skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, basically yeah, there's, I was oh thinking God, back to the so briefcases thing now that I think about it because our first assassin's briefcase didn't go off it's like it was ticking down but then it stopped or it couldn't go off so yeah it was trying was to get that to the noon, case do you think with all the briefcases were intentionally absolutely. not supposed to go off so that you eventually got to a point where one you you send one down there and it does go off and it blows up all of them to all create. of them but the problem is I guess that I, he either knows or doesn't know is that the lone man is he's putting these assassins down is that like time is irrelevant down there like you see all these clocks moving but they're all moving differently and then like some run backwards in the surgery room it's yeah, trying right. to get all the way up and then it stops and then rewinds itself and then by the end of the movie you've got like you got hourglasses shooting sand back and forth and then a bunch <laughs> of other crazy shit i uh, mean like we get like yeah worm baby was like stardust paste that had to get yeah like, yeah okay so 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 Worm Baby gets handed off to Plague Doctor. Plague Doctor grinds up Worm Baby right into some dust yeah. that, that gets smelted it, into like a bar. There's like a hunchback dude. Yes, that's in a like laboratory. That, the pussy also, hunchback guy. <laughs> yes, who owns psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms that are all blacklight with those two creatures, and the mm-hmm. spider thing comes out, and then out of fucking nowhere, roaches are playing fucking poker next to it, <laughs> and then. Like, oh my god, dude. Like, my only note on this was, so they smushed Worm Baby to make space dust. Uh-huh. Ooh, it's the Big Bang. Like, that was, I guess, is... Yes. I like, don't know. It's like the cycle were... repeating itself. Exactly. And that's what this whole movie was, was just cycles repeating of itself of life and death and rebirth and then death and rebirth. Yes. And ultimately, and I think it led to was, you know, the crystals or whatever the hell it was, the smashed up shit being scattered and a new universe forming or a separate yes. universe or whatever it is. This whole universe, one, we go through a very the bomb. <laughs> visually stunning, like it, like it gets even continuously visually stunning. Like it, it keeps like yes, bombarding you with get, like the visuals. We get UFOs and aliens mm-hmm. and anarchists and like the building of like single cell organisms to weird fetus sack groupings that turn into giant cities with the. It, Dude, and then it so all much. just crumbles down so into much. like the shit that we're into where we start off at this movie. And it's just yeah. like the inevitability of all this, like, uh, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it's just it. wild. I, this is, you know, this is such a fucking weird one for me because like in a lot of cases, I'm such an asshole about, um, a structured narrative and like i need to have like i don't like a lot of like loose ends unless they're mm-hmm. intentional like like you're not supposed to know stuff this is so different for me because this is just a an hour and a half art piece that like you just get to yes. experience yes and yes. it i don't care that it doesn't have yes any like actual dialogue i mean like it's just you can tell it took 30 years mm-hmm. but in the best way possible like this is something yes, that you I 100% could... agree. I, I felt the same way I was watching this. I'm like, this is like, I know this is, you know, framed as a movie or whatever, but this is a, an art piece of a movie where we're watching yes. art here. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, absolutely. And I'm a okay with, it. I know what I'm watching here and that's what I wanted to see out of it. And I was a okay with it going into it right before I don't, you mentioned it like the day before or like whatever that it, there was no dialogue so that did change my like opinion on it but i'm like still okay i understand 
yeah. what I'm getting into here. <laughs> I definitely recommend people to check it out. Oh, huge. Uh, when I first started watching it, I didn't know that it didn't have any dialogue. So I was just like kind of waiting. And when you see like the giant monolith, I mean, just the beginning fucking scene, the giant monolith tower and then mm-hmm. the clouds coming in with thunder and light. I mean, like half of this movie, I was just in the best way possible, absolutely perplexed in how they shot it. Like, I think sure. that's my favorite part about some of these scenes where I'm like, because I know it's stop animation. You know that there's some live actors through it. You're just like, wow, dude, how is that? Like, yeah. is that tiny? Is that huge? <laughs> Was that like a soundstage? Um, no, I would absolutely 1000 fucking percent recommend watching this. It is not your average movie. So, like, have that in mind. Like, this right. is not if, you know, if you want some light, light brain candy. Um, this is not this is not the movie to watch. I mean, you can watch it visually, but like you're probably going to get um, sidetracked pretty easily. I think this is one of those where like be, get a little loose, get a little loose and uh, open, as you like to say, open your mind. Mm-hmm. And, don't close uh, your eyes. In, don't close your eyes. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> you got to watch this. I, I definitely agree with all that. Go ahead. Check it out. It's going to be a very visually stunning piece of art more or less uh i know we don't rate anything here on the the minis but we would definitely both highly recommend it it is on shutter right now so go check it out there i know there's actually a few places uh around where i live up here in new york that are playing it in theaters which i just found out are they screening it which would have been interesting and kind of cool to see so definitely that's 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 our feelings on mad god and i mean phil Tippett's masterpiece like we said over 30 years i know he took like a hiatus there was a long period where he wasn't working on it totally but still, he got it together. A shit ton of volunteers, I think, is what ultimately a helped lot. him make it. <laughs> so a lot of students. Apparently, a lot of students yes. helped make this movie. A lot of students. That's how it goes. Lots of students. Like when you see when you actually see the the uh, the bot the pile of dead soldiers. That's mm-hmm. actually all of the students that worked on this scene. And then he just filmed it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Each time they dropped on dead, he just <laughs> they just dropped dead them. of animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Wasn't that he, they I were like the hair people? There were army men or something that they burned, and it was just yes. students burned yes. like a shit ton of piles of them. Oh my god. <laughs> army yeah, yeah. Men. Check this out. Go look at the facts on it. Go read into this guy and and all of that there is to it because it's it's really it's really cool to see someone's you know kind of you know magnum opus their masterpiece kind of get yeah. come to light because at one point he was releasing like small snippets of it and like yeah there was like blurps of it yes and people are like we want a full thing <laughs> yeah, we want yeah we want the whole thing and also listeners don't um don't distract from the fact that i know that i i, I actually admitted that i fell asleep while watching this um yes i am a parent of two and this was very late uh, under normal circumstances, my, my, <laughs> even going unconscious, my jaw was dropped the entire time. I guess like, I is... agree. I, I know I said I nodded out, but it's almost the same idea. I was tired as hell, but that did not like I was not. It wasn't because I wasn't interested. I want to watch this again. I want to look at it more. So, oh, dude, I'm I'm buying a physical copy of this when this is available. There you go. I, yeah, because like this is you gotta you can watch this again. It's a hundred. It's a hundred viewing film. You watch it a hundred thousand mm-hmm. times. You're gonna catch something great. Especially if you want to be creative. I feel like you could watch this and put this on and like re- get your creative juices flowing or your existential crisis really into overdrive. Oh, both. Both. I mean, both are <laughs> great for the the artistic expression. So I mean, yeah. No, I would probably. That's very true. I would. I would paint to this all the time. Like absolutely. <laughs> there you have it. That is our mini chuddle on Phil Tippett's Mad God, and 
Watch it. That's what we say. So we're going to end that Just here. Go ahead and follow Ross at Chuddle the Ross. Go ahead and follow Sam at Chuddle the Sam. Go ahead and follow me at Chuddle the Brian with a... Why? Because why not? On Instagram and Slasher and follow all of us on Chuddle the Pod. Look below in the description uh, to join our Discord. I know we got so many different like places you can find us. Go ahead and go to ChuddleThePod.com. It'll get to all Dot of that. Com. Dot com. And until next time. Is there a God? Yeah, what a wild-ass fucking movie, bro. Like, holy shit.